Well, welcome to the Speak With People podcast. My name is Jason Reitz, and I will be your host today. I'm so excited that you are joining us. This podcast exists because we believe words matter, and we really believe that our world, your world, my world, our world can be changed through healthy communication. And so we hope that our time and this podcast will challenge you, encourage you to choose words that bring life and to communicate in healthy ways. Well, it is Thanksgiving season. I can't even believe we're already there. Christmas is going to be here sooner than we believe. But since Thanksgiving is here, we thought we would dive in uh, and talk specifically about gratitude and how we can communicate gratitude and how when we communicate gratitude, it affects a person. And so we shouldn't just do this just at Thanksgiving, but since we are in the thankful Thanksgiving type of season, we're going to be able to do that. And so we're going to dive right in. And so today uh, we get to dive in uh, with um, our guest, uh, Connie Mohawk. And so I want to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you, Connie, so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be here. Well, could you just uh, tell our audience, our listeners, just a little bit about yourself. Give us the where you're from, your family, what you do, you know, those kind of things. Sure. Um, I am, um, uh, I live in uh, rural northwestern Wisconsin. Uh, we probably in our county have a population density of about 16 people per square mile. So it's a real rural area. Wow. <laughs> isolated, but beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I am a licensed professional counselor in the state of Wisconsin. A national certified counselor is another credential that I have. Um, I, I kind of started this as a career change, um, mm. in my forties, went back to school and, uh, studied clinical psychology and, uh, got a job in Northern Wisconsin where I kind of always wanted to live. I'm from Wisconsin originally and, uh, worked in community mental health for a bit at a few years and then, uh, moved to an outpatient, um, counseling clinic. And then in 2020, um, COVID kind of opened the door for me to, to uh, open my own practice doing telehealth mm. out of my own home. So I've been doing that on a part-time basis for a couple of years. And then I also teach at a couple of uh, institutions of higher learning up here in our neck of the woods. I teach psychology and substance abuse courses. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, thank you so much for all you do. I am a giant believer in counseling and I'm so thankful for the counseling that I've been able to experience in my life, but just I know how how incredibly important it is, and I know people like you in your profession. Oh, wow, you know, just thank you for for helping people walk through some unbelievable times. Um, so as as we dive into the topic today, you know, uh, from your perspective, what exactly, or just kind of help us get to that groundwork. What exactly is gratitude? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. It's one of those concepts that we're all familiar with, but it's kind of hard to articulate what it is. And um, uh, I kind of like to think of it in three different ways. One is gratitude. Uh, It's an emotion. It's a it's emotion we experience, like when somebody gives us a gift, something that we are you know happy to receive. We have a rush of positive emotion that we could call gratitude. We can also look at gratitude as an expression either a behavioral, you know, something we do that that um, expresses gratitude or maybe a facial expression that, you know, um, uh, expresses gratitude. And those expressions will typically come 
out of something happening to us and that feeling of gratitude that we have, or they might be just something we initiate intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but the part of gratitude that I think is most powerful is the um, disposition of gratitude. And mm. by that, I mean, it's more, you know, more of a, you know, akin to a personality trait or a character trait. And it's more than just um, uh, doing things that express gratitude. It's being a person who is characterized by gratitude, who sees life and works through a lens of gratitude and maybe does life through kind of a a mindset and a a way of gratitude. And I think that's where gratitude can be really powerful when we have a high dispositional gratitude. Mm. Boy, that's so good. I heard a speaker years ago talk about, you know, their life kind of changed when in the morning, instead of, you know, doing anything else, they put their feet on the floor and they just started with, you know, kind of moments of gratitude and to be able to start their day off like that you know, just really, um, like really change them. Um, you know, from your standpoint as a counselor, as you listen to people, guide them, help them. And, you know, as we look at 2022, when it comes to gratitude, you know, are we at the top of the charts in people expressing (laughs) gratitude? Are we, are we kind of a little bit lower, you know, where, where is it in people's lives, would you say? Yeah, I think it kind of depends on where you look and who you ask. And I don't know the, um, you know, any research that kind of says, oh, as a society, where are we as a grateful, you know, in gratitude. But as a therapist, of course, I work with a lot of people who struggle with depression, mm. anxiety, other difficulties. And uh, those difficulties, what can, um, you know, comes with that a lot of times is negativity. And so a person who is depressed and uh, negativity is a part of that, um, negativity tends to, um, oh, just kind of, it can bias the brain Mm. to the point where um, negative things that happen stick like Velcro and positive things that happen tend to kind of slide off like Teflon. The brain just becomes so... Um, bias toward negativity, that it's hard for the individual to um, acknowledge, embrace, own, even really notice positive things that happen to them. Um, I've worked with clients that have had a lot of negative experiences in their life. And because of their focus on the negative, it tends to bias their brain so that if you ask them, what are some things you're grateful for? It is really difficult for them to identify things. Mm. And so that that bias um, tends to even make it so that if neutral things happen or even positive things happen, it's easy to identify or to interpret those things as negative. And so that makes it really hard to be grateful. If you can't identify things in your life to be grateful for and thankful for, it, it's hard to um, be a grateful person and to express gratitude and to reap the benefits of it. So folks that are in that situation, I think, really struggle and and lack gratitude in their life. Um, Other folks, though, that I mean, it works the other way. You know, if we have um, more of a a disposition towards gratitude and we um, like you said, that person you mentioned uh, getting up in the morning and gratitude is the first thing they think about in the day um, that can work toward a positive bias in your brain where the things that happen to us that are positive stick like Velcro and the negative things roll off. And then you've got a higher dispositional gratitude and uh, just are a more grateful person. And that comes out in your behaviors, in your language, your Mm -hmm. communication, all sorts of ways. 
I mean, just that analogy, I feel like could be the greatest, you know, meme. We live in this meme, you know, GIF world or GIF or however we word it. But just the negative is like Velcro. And it's just so true. I mean, it, it's especially leaders or, you know, communicators who are paid to communicate or people who are up front or I mean, really whatever place of life. It's just amazing how we could get a hundred positive things said to us. But that one, you mm -hmm. know, it just it just holds on like that. Well, that that uh, analogy is just fantastic. Yeah. And um, it's yeah, it, I think it is a helpful analogy. And what's interesting is that um, gratitude can be a, kind of an antidote toward that negative bias to help change that that uh, cognitive structure so that we, um, you know, are more on a positive side and the positive things are what are sticking like Velcro. So what I work when I work with clients, I try to help them reframe situations to see them in a more positive light. Something happens that we interpret as negative. Well, how, you know, how, what opportunities might this present? Um, you know, how might you grow through this? There's a lot of possibilities for things to be grateful for, even in situations that are challenging to us mm -hmm. or that we might think of as negative. And so when we're able to do that, we start making some different associations in the brain, build some new neural connections. Mm -hmm. And the more we focus on those new neural connections, what we focus on, we give power to. And those neural connections become uh, stronger and stronger and stronger so that our, our thoughts automatically start to go to that kind of thinking. Mm -hmm. And so we can actually rewire the brain in a way that helps us to uh, just be more positive in general. And so gratitude helps us get there. And then being positive also helps us to be more grateful. So it's a nice positive kind of a thing that we can get going. Wow. wow. I, I'm, I'm uh, kicking myself because normally I bring a journal. I mean, <laughs> there's already so many things that you've said. I'm like, okay, I got to go back and listen so I can write that down. I mean, that that's just such a powerful uh, beginning to this conversation. You know, so when it comes to expressing gratitude in our daily lives and flipping that, uh, you know, especially we're in this holiday season, we're going we're gonna to be seeing family and, you know, coworkers maybe we've been seen in a while. Uh, so how, how, you know, how can we, what are some ways that we can express gratitude, uh, you know, every day, kind of some practical ways, especially for our family, friends, and coworkers? Mm -hmm. Well, I think we can do that um, by expressing gratitude and being intentional about that, looking for opportunities, um, noticing things and, and um, you know, just speaking up or, or expressing appreciation to people. Um, but I think other things can help us as well in terms of developing that dispositional gratitude. Like you mentioned that getting up in the morning when your feet hit the floor, first thing you're thinking about, what, what do I have to be grateful for? And if we can start to um, uh, just kind of um, live life through a lens of gratitude mm. where Things like, you know, seeing life as a gift, seeing our resources as gifts that have been given to us that we are responsible for stewarding well, whether those are natural resources, financial resources, relationships and people in our lives, mm -hmm. seeing the people in our lives as gifts to us and even the problem people that we always you know, seem to have in our lives, seeing sure. them as gifts to us and and being able to look at life in a way that is 
you know, how can, you know, how, how is this a gift to me? How can I steward this well as a gift? How can I value mm. the people in my life? How can I honor my relationships, protect and nurture my relationships with people? Those are all kind of a gratitude lens of, of, of that. And, and how can I, um, you know, my resources um, are a gift to me as opposed to seeing ourselves as owners and things are there to do with as we please. Um, and we kind of that kind of fosters entitlement as opposed to gratitude. If we see life as a gift and all that we have received as a gift, mm. I think then we tend to become more of a person of gratitude and we tend to live life more through a gratitude lens. And so that can also help us, wow. um, you know, kind of a big picture help us in terms of expressing gratitude to other people. Um, so, you know, it kind of works both ways. Being a grateful person will automatically kind of will tend to express that. And then we can also be very intentional about it and 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 look for ways and to express gratitude and notice what people do for us. Mm-hmm. Um, either through just, you know, regular gifts that we're given at Christmas time or whatever, or or just um, gifts of service, gifts of uh, time, gifts of presence mm-hmm. in terms of people being with us, all of that thing, letting people know how we're impacted by that uh, is are all suggestions I would make. Mm. So, so why do people sometimes, I've been there, we've all been there, but why do we get into this place where it's hard for us to express gratitude? Or... Maybe we run into someone and there's that internal voice that says, you, you should take 30 seconds and tell that person uh, what you're grateful for for them or, or thankful. But we just, we don't, you know, it, sometimes we just, hey, I don't have enough time or they know. But w- what holds us back from, you know, sharing those things or, you know, expressing that gratitude more often? Mm. Well, I I can think of a few things that would hinder that, Jason. Um, You know, it takes energy for one thing. And so, you know, if we're really feeling spent and our reserves are low, then then it just might be too much, too much energy for us to be able to do something like that in that moment. Um, Also, I think we tend to um, uh, underestimate the power of our expressing appreciation to other people, Mm. you know, we think, well, you know, um, we, it it doesn't really matter if I say anything or not, because, you know, I I mean, sometimes we just minimize that. And so a lot of times, you know, we won't say something and uh, we miss an opportunity to really impact somebody because a lot of times just a simple word of, um, appreciation means so much to another person. I remember um, when my son was in middle school and he was in social studies, which was a class he typically did not like. Mm. And this teacher, from whatever she was doing, he just really liked the class. And so I just jotted her a little note saying, you know, my son really enjoys your class and he's never really liked this subject. And I just want you to know that, you know, whatever you're doing is really working with him. (laughs) And she was so impacted by my expression of thanks that she wrote me a thank you note (laughs) saying thank you for your thank you note. (laughs) So I'm like, wow, you know, that seemed like a small thing to me. Um, but it was a, it was really encouraging to her to hear from a parent. And so I think a lot of times we don't realize that. And so we might just say, ah, just kind of write it off. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, that's so good. It's 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 some, even those those little moments of you know sending that handwritten card or you know sending the text. You know, we talk ourselves out of, but boy, they can really deposit you know a boost in someone else's <laughs> life or you know be able to help. Uh, you know, um, fill their bucket, you know, to some extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, important. we can never really know how much something like that will impact another person. Yeah. Um, it's, it, yeah. I, I love sending thank you cards. It's kind of been my, you know, my pattern for a long time. The problem is uh, I, <laughs> you need an interpreter to read them. And so I, <laughs> I do my best, you know, to do it. People will send me a text. I got your thank you card. I don't know what it said, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's one that's one yeah. downfall right written. right <laughs> okay so let let's shift for a second let's let's talk about the person who you know their their emotional tanks are just empty they're exhausted you know they they've been through it at work or they're going through you know kind of a personal crisis like how do they how do they you know get up the energy get up the strength you know to be able to express gratitude in their life to communicate it to others or to communicate it to themselves, you know, just with the, the place that they're in, you know, being so drained or exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we find ourselves in that situation quite a bit, I think. Um, and so, well, finding ways to kind of refill the tank in general is important whenever we feel depleted. And so self-care is really important mm. um, and that sort of thing. You know, and one thing that I, I, I think gratitude can help us to refill that tank is when we receive um, uh, expressions of gratitude from other people. I mean, I've received, a, I've done a lot of volunteer work, uh, especially when my kids were in school and I kept an awful lot of thank you notes and I was looking <laughs> through them last night <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you know, this is really encouraging to me. And it was really building up to me to go back and take a look at some of those notes that I've received. And so gratitude really kind of helped, oh, wow. helped me with that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of um, us being able to express gratitude, yeah, when our tanks are filled and we lack that energy or, you know, it's that can be a challenge. But I also think that when we do something for somebody else, that that can also um, help fill our tanks. There's something mm. about giving uh, and, and, and seeing that you are having a positive impact on somebody else um, it can really help build that up in ourselves. So even, you know, simple things of gratitude, and it doesn't have to take a lot of energy to say thank you to somebody right. for something, um, can also kind of the, 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 the feedback we might get from that, or the person's appreciation of hearing that from us can also build us up as well. So um, I think that can be helpful. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's amazing. I, I feel like just in the week, the last week or two, I've, you know, talked with a few people who they're just in that place of life. And, you know, I've been there and, you know, when you work through it, you can look back and go, okay. I mean, even just what you said, just, just start with those, those practical things. Cause they can, you know, start to help you, you know, move forward and, you know, be able to do it. It's just so incredibly important. You know, we're coming into Thanksgiving, Christmas is around the corner. We'll be seeing some, you know, family members who we haven't seen in a while, you know, quite possibly. Um, and for some of them, you know, those family members, it might be difficult, you know, to see, you know, maybe give us some tips or some thoughts about, you know, communicating gratitude, you know, with those family members that 
you know, are, are going to be kind of difficult or have those difficult conversations, you know, around the holidays. Mm, that can be a challenge for sure. Um, you know, sometimes I think we have to um, kind of be creative in, in our ways of, of thinking about what we're grat- what we're grateful for. And in a situation that might not buy, be ideal, we may have to, um, oh, kind of look past the obvious. Mm. Um, you know, we can thank people for, um, oh, even if we receive a gift that we didn't particularly like, it doesn't really match our interest <laughs> or something like that. You know, we right. can still thank people for thinking of us. We can thank people for going, you know, they've gone to the trouble of, of you know, choosing a gift. They've gone to, you know, to, to remember us and to, you know, to do that. I mean, we can be grateful for their intentions that way. Um, so sometimes we need to kind of look for that sort of thing um, that that might help. Um, in terms of um, just ways to effectively express gratitude, I think a couple of things we can do are to tailor the expression of gratitude toward the recipient. Mm. So, for example, somebody might um, really like to have something written out, um, like a, a note or a card or a letter, or something that they can then keep and treasure and reread later. People that maybe have a love language of words of affirmation might mm. like that. Um, somebody who um, um, likes um, uh, quality time, you know, maybe to take them and, and have lunch together and express gratitude verbally that way. Uh, it can so knowing kind of how a person you know receives that sort of thing might be helpful in, in just considering that being thoughtful about that. Mm-hmm. Also, um, in terms of other things too, I mean, my generation, I'm a late, I'm a tail end baby boomer, and we're used to written stuff. Um, right. And so, you know, grandma and grandpa might prefer a written note to a text or something done that way, whereas younger folks are, are just fine with, you know, mm. things through social media or, or text. So you might want to consider something like that. And then the other thing that I think can be really helpful in expressing gratitude in a powerful way is to try to go beyond acknowledgement to impact. Oh. Um, I have, like I said earlier, I volunteered a lot while my kids were in school. And one of the things that I did was direct as a volunteer, our middle school jazz band at the middle school where my kids went. And at the uh, end of the first year I did this, uh, the students all signed uh, signed something to express gratitude to me. And uh, there's one student that what he wrote, I've remembered, and this is more than 25 years, and he wrote, now I love jazz, thanks to you. And that one sentence was right. just touched me so much Ugh. because it showed impact. It wasn't just, you know, thank you, appreciation. And, and, and I appreciated all of that. But, but impact really, really was powerful to the point where I remember that sentence and that student all this time later. So if we can go beyond just thank you for this, I will enjoy using it or mm-hmm. thank you for this, whatever, to, um, you know, to think a little bit more deeply, connect more with how did this, you know, impact me? And obviously some gifts lend themselves to this better than others. But mm-hmm. when we can, and to the extent we can be specific and talk about impact in our gratitude expressions, I think that will, that makes them more powerful. Wow. Wow. That is. And then amazing, just the power of words. I mean, 25 mm-hmm. years later, and it's still, 
it, it just still it's just just another good reminder of why words matter so much yep. so much yep. uh, okay anything you would um, at, at the end of this uh, conversation anything that you, you've been thinking about boy I wish I, I would have threw that in about uh, gratitude or communicating gratitude as we kind of we kind of finish up our, our, our talk here I think I covered most of it. I think the most important points that if I were to reiterate them would be in order to um, to kind of develop a higher level of dispositional gratitude, which yes. I think is what is really powerful. And we really didn't talk about the benefits to gratitude. Maybe that's what I, I can mention yes. real quick. Yes. Jason. Um, you know, research has shown that gratitude has some pretty powerful benefits, mm. whether that's experiencing and feeling gratitude, you know, what lights up in the brain when we have thoughts of gratitude or we imagine a situation that um, kind of evokes those feelings of gratitude, um, as well as expressions of gratitude and things like um Oh, keeping a gratitude journal, counting our oh. blessings, writing things down. Um, those kinds of interventions can also uh, just kind of help uh, with, uh, with well-being, feelings of well-being and happiness. And uh, research shows that, you know, people who are grateful tend to have better physical and psychological health. Uh, mm. They sleep better. They sleep longer. Uh, increased happiness and life satisfaction, increased vitality and optimism and empathy. It helps our relationships. There's less focus on materialism, decreased envy, decreased likelihood of suffering, burnout. So wow. gratitude wow. is a powerful, powerful thing. Wow. And if we can harness that, we're just in a better place in life and we're in a better place to be with people and our relationships, our communication with them mm. will all, all benefit from um, developing and in gratitude. And it's a pretty, uh, you know, simple thing to do in terms of, of practices and, and just kind of ways of thinking that we can change and we can work on to cultivate that, become more people that are more uh, characterized by gratitude. And there's a lot of benefit to read from that. Mm. Wow. Well, I got, I got so caught up in a couple of your stories. I missed that benefits question. I'm so glad that you brought that up because wow. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that, that is so powerful. Um, I, I can't thank you enough for your time here today. Before you leave, I, I thought we're, we're doing kind of a fun thing with our guests lately. We're just asking some rapid fire questions. And so, you know, you know, a couple, couple, uh, give us a couple nuggets on this, but what's one piece of advice you'd give to someone who's starting out in your career, you know, professional counselor, they're, they're starting off. Is there a piece of advice that you'd give them? Main thing I would say would be to get therapy yourself. Go through yeah. the process. Um, that's that. Was, I had a, a very powerful experience in therapy, which is what kind of propelled me into a second, a midlife career change into that field. It was so powerful for me. I thought, wow, if that can do that for me, and if I can do that for other people, that would be really cool. That's and amazing. so it's important for therapists, I think, to well, first of all, it helps you get really get get healthy. And the healthier we are, the more we can help other people be healthy. And it also is helpful just to know what it's like on the other side um, of the of the dynamic and yes. to know what people experience uh, when they're working with us. So that's the that's the I think going through therapy myself was my best preparation for being a good therapist. I love that. Uh, question number two, is there a book or two that you'd recommend? to our audience listening? Is there a couple of books that kind of 
that have just stuck out that you're like, this is my go-to. You've got, you've got to pick this one up. Well, I have a couple of books that I would recommend um, that I've run across over the years that I've recommended to people that I think are really helpful. Um, one is The Whole Brain Child by mm. Daniel Siegel. He's a neuroscience researcher, does a lot with mindfulness, and I've uh, used a lot of his uh, principles both with my clients and with my students. And it's a great book for parents or anyone working with children. But the principles in there are also good for adults. So mm. even if you read it for yourself, and it, it talks a lot about how to get different parts of the brain talking to each other so that uh, there's more integration in the brain, which just leads to a lot better mental health. And then anything by Brene Brown, who is a researcher in um, shame, shame, resilience, uh, vulnerability and courage. Uh, her um, I thought it was just me, but it wasn't is a good place to start. I would recommend her books highly. We'll make sure we uh, we put those in the show notes. OK, last question What's one thing you're looking forward to about 2023. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't I can't. I can't identify a certain event or a certain thing, but I will say that I'm very excited about the future. I mm. think that this decade of my life will be the most fruitful, influential, and impactful that I've had. And so I'm really looking forward to wow. 2023 and just seeing how that unfolds and what that looks like. Well, Connie, this this has been great. Now, I'm already thinking like we have to have you on again because I already oh. have so many uh, <laughs> so many thoughts and questions about uh, we're doing this. And so, is there um, uh, is there any social media or website that you want us to point people to, or anything that we can uh, we can uh, tell people where to find you on the web? <laughs> I have a website, but I don't do anything with it. Um, I'm really not out in social media a whole lot. Maybe that's okay. something I need to consider and change. So no um, my my practice is Solid Ground Counseling. And so I do have a website at solidground-counseling.com. And so if somebody wanted to get a hold of me, that there's a way you can kind of connect through that. And so that would be fine. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, taking the time. This was so rich. I know it will help so many people. We cannot wait uh, for this to to be published. Uh, and so uh, before we sign off this uh, episode of the podcast, we just want to remind you that if you are a leader, um, you have someone, you're someone with influence, uh, you've recognized maybe that there's a lid on your leadership or your communication skills, and uh, either that's one-on-one -on -one or on a team or from a stage or from behind the camera and you need some coaching you know we would love to talk to you about coaching uh, for us at speak with people it just starts with a simple phone call and so you can email us at jason at speakwithpeople.com and we'll get you information about uh, our next step with coaching and uh, we just can't thank you enough for being a part of the podcast for listening for being a part of this community again we exist because words matter and our world, your world can change, can be changed through healthy communication. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week.